0: Welcome to Online Church today, it's great to have you with us whether you're joining on Facebook Live or On Demand uh, or simply at our online meeting, it's great to have you with us. Uh, I'm PJ. And
1: I'm Yvonne, welcome.
0: And it's great to be gathering together. I'm actually back here for the first time at King's House since February. Uh, I have got lost on the way and had to use the sat-nav to find the place. Uh, but since I was last here they've, they've redecorated pretty much everything and I really love what they've done with the place. It, Feels a bit like I'm on the one show and I'm expecting Matt Baker to walk in at any moment. Yvonne, what, what do you think?
1: I love it. Thank you, team, for doing this. But you might find a couple of cushions missing the next time you come here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I, I don't know if you've been following the news at all, but once again, it feels like the world is in turmoil. Uh, we've got some people exiting lockdown. Meanwhile, other communities and groups of people going back into lockdown. There are economic challenges all around us and somewhat predictably in the last test match, England lost by four wickets again. So everything is a bit upside down and at times like this it's even more important that we remind ourselves of who God is and who we are in relationship to him. I was reminded of this verse from Psalm 46 which says this, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear that the earth should change and that the mountains slip into the heart of the sea. Why should we not fear? Well, it's because though everything else in the world might be in turmoil. There's one certainty that lasts forever, and that is the love of God for you and I. That is unchanging, and that's why we're gathering together, and that's why we can always celebrate no matter what's going on in the world around us. And we've all got, we've all, got all kinds of things to celebrate here today, um, amongst them, some news.
1: Yes, we've got lovely family news. We've just had a few babies join us into this world for the very first time. So, why don't you take time to join me and celebrate these wonderful babies? We have a family tradition where we have the Lion King moment. Please do watch the video with me. <laughs>
0: So thanks to everybody for putting that video together. Those little babies almost made me broody. Almost, but not quite. I've been there, done that. But congratulations to all those parents. Um, We're going to spend uh, some time worshipping together and the wonderful Gus is going to be leading us. But just before we do, um, can I just encourage you to try and put aside anything that would compete or distract your attention? Um, I I was reflecting this morning on on the way over here that um, I've got so much to be grateful to God for. And I was thinking about where my life would be at if Jesus hadn't come and rescued me. And it might be worth you thinking about that for a moment because that always stirs gratitude in my heart. And the truth of the matter is, he's deserving of my whole life, but I particularly want to give him these next 20 minutes and worship him for who he is and what he's done in my life. He's saved me from so many different things and given me so very much. So I've asked Yvonne if she'll pray for us as we worship together. Yes,
1: let's still our hearts before the Lord as we pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. We thank you, Lord, for this day, for this moment, Lord, as we worship and encounter you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you love to spend time with us. Thank you, Lord, that you have wonderful gifts for us this morning. Thank you, Lord, for the upliftment and the joy and the freedom that you are bringing to us this morning. Thank you, Lord, for your love. In the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Let's worship together.
2: Came to set the captives free, and you came to bring us liberty. My sin and my rejection met your blood and my acceptance. Now I'm alive to bring you. Same.
3: no shadow that has ever overcome your life, and there is no rival that could ever stand against your might. You've always been with us. He's the God of the breakthrough, and anything is possible.
2: Show me one thing that's too hard. Show me what is it can part. He's the God of the breakthrough, and anything is possible, is possible. Turn into praise Shake off despair as I sing Out your name A victory dance I will dance Out in vain. I will crush Disappointment and break Every mess. now all Of my fear, I will turn Into praise shake Off despair as I sing Out your name a victory Dance I will dance out In vain. I will crush Disappointment and shake every As I sing out your name
3: Can do. Show me mountains he can't He's the God of the breakthrough, and anything is possible. Oh,
2: show me one thing that's too hard. Show me what is he can't part. He's the God of the breakthrough, and anything is possible. Is possible is possible anything is possible Jesus the only one who could ever save Worthy of every prayer we could ever bring We'll live for you We'll live for you and Holy there is no one like you there is none beside you Open up my eyes in wonder and show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. Oh, lead me. the name above every other name Jesus the only one could ever say worthy of every breath we could ever take we live for you sing Jesus oh, Jesus Jesus the name above every other name, oh, Jesus, the only one who could ever say your word, worthy of every breath we could ever bring, we'll live for you, oh, we'll live for you. my trust in you alone and I will Spirit, you are welcome. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long to be overcome by your presence. Fill the atmosphere, your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence. place and fill the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for, to be overcome by your presence, Lord.
1: Lord. Thank you Father. Lord we thank you that you love us. We thank you Lord that you know and you see us when we are struggling. Father I thank you Lord that you are declaring to us that just because we are weary we are not weak. We thank you, Lord, that you are the Lord of our strength. You are the lift of our spirits. We thank you, Lord, that those that wait upon you, you will renew their strength. They will mount up on wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you bring hope. You will bring faith. You will empower us and you will keep us in this season. Father, I thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Dynamite. Well... Welcome to you if you joined us partway through the worship. It's great to have you with us here today. Uh, Just a couple of things to remind you of. Firstly, that there's going to be opportunity for coffee and chat at the end of the meeting. There are going to be details come up on your screen at the end of the meeting. Uh, But then secondly, uh, to remind you that if you want prayer for anything, uh, if you want someone to connect with you, um, then do just click the online prayer button that's on your screens and one of our team will be delighted to pray with you. Well, another piece of family news just to let you know about is that regulars of the King's Arms will be accustomed to us celebrating our children, our young people, uh, as they graduate, as they go up from King's Kids, our our children's activities, through to our youth work and then from from when they finish school. Um, Now, as you'll imagine, this has been a very unusual and difficult challenging season for many of our children and young people. And we didn't want to miss this opportunity, though, to celebrate them and to celebrate them as they graduate. So we've put this little video together that we hope you'll enjoy. Uh, Look out for some familiar faces, although be aware many of them have grown since you last saw them. And uh, just celebrate with us as a family, these children and young people as they move on in their lives. What I have enjoyed about King's Kid is um, socials and the leaders have been really fun, like all
3: exciting. The best bits is learning about God and Jesus and uh, stories about them and the funniest leader is probably my dad. What I've enjoyed about King's Kids is making new friends and I've also really enjoyed learning new things about the Bible. I just wanted to say a few words to the team. I think the time at King's Kids has been really good since we have fun whilst learning about Jesus. And I just pray for the workers who have helped me through all the years. Thank you, amen. I really appreciate all the efforts and the kids' work, like the worship and the prayer. I feel very valued and listened to. You. Um, thank you, a new one, everyone,
0: thank you. So Father, we want to thank you for each of the young people that we've had the privilege of serving. We thank you that you've made each one of them unique and, Father, for all the fun that we've had together. I pray that you continue to be with them for the rest of their days, Father, and continue to guide them in their steps.
1: Yes, God, we pray that as they go to the next stage of life, God, that they are going to have so many more adventures with you, that they're going to have stories that they can tell of the amazing things that they've seen. God, that you'll continue to reveal yourself through the Bible, and that they're going to just find out more about who you are as a character and who they are as children of you. Hey guys, we've had an awesome time here at King's Arms Youth.
4: It's really been amazing. Um, and we have had so many experiences that we never ever plan on having and made so many friendships that hopefully will last a very long time. Yeah, I think there have been a lot of really big highlights but definitely my personal favourites have been the Weekend, Away and New Days. Yeah,
3: because that's really where you make like all the best friendships because you're stuck in a tent or a room together for the entire time and you you make friends real quick that way. Yeah, do. <laughs> um,
4: we we're, do. We're sad to be going, obviously, but we're really excited to do internships and continue to grow on our walk with God, which has already grown so much since we moved here, but we are ready for more.
3: Hi, my name is Dylan and I am one of the youth leaders here at 15 to 18s. I'm new to the team as I've only just left youth myself. After finishing my time at youth, I felt a strong calling from God to serve somewhere within the church. So I continued to pray about it, and I realised that God wanted me to serve as part of a youth team. I spoke to Owen, who welcomed me onto the team, and now here I am. I would just like to pray some words of encouragement to those of you guys leaving 15 to 18s just pray that the Lord continues to bless and guide you as you move on to the next stage of your life. Lord I pray that you remind them that in times of trouble and despair you are their refuge and their strength. I pray that their faith continues to grow and that they're able to develop a stronger and more intimate relationship with you Lord in Jesus name I pray Amen.
1: I'd like to extend a warm thank you to all the amazing kids and youth team for the work that they've done. You're amazing, guys. And would like to celebrate the children as they move on to their new season.
0: Well, we're going to take a moment to gather up our offering. Obviously, it's not as we would normally do it here at King's House, but it's no less profound for that. And I just want to remind us that we give in response to God's generosity to us. So maybe take a moment to consider how has God given to you? What has he provided for you in the past, weeks, months, or over the years. So ask yourself, has the Lord ever let me down? And as I look back and see how God has provided just what I needed, just when I needed it, it always inspires me to give back to him in return. So let's take that opportunity now. And whilst you're doing that, I'm going to hand over to the wonderful Marco Weening, Holland's gift to us, who's going to be speaking to us this morning.
4: Well, good morning, King's Arms, and thank you so much for tuning in again. Whether you are listening to the podcast later in the week or whether you are here on a Sunday morning, it is so good to have you here again. If you don't know me, I'm Marco, and I'm part of the King's Arms staff, and I'm the crazy European around. I'm still here. Most of you haven't seen me for a couple of months, but I'm still here, and Part of what I'm doing at King's Arms is that I am responsible for all the IT systems, and the other part is that I am responsible for our Training for Supernatural Ministry course. And it is a real privilege that a couple of weeks ago, we graduated 70-odd students online, on Zoom, that have people that have been doing the whole TSM year, nine months, every Thursday evening. And we have story after story after story of people being changed, being transformed, and really encountering Jesus, but also being equipped to bring the kingdom of God wherever they are. I'm really passionate about this course. And the good news is, King's Arms, we have put the applications for next year online. We've actually decided to stay online and put TSM online the whole of next year so that people that are further away can access it so that we don't have any problems meeting in a room together. Um, also, we have changed TSM in, from a nine-month nine month course into six modules. So we have separated into six modules so that you can dip your toes into the subjects as well. Really would want to recommend to you to check out the website if you're interested in that. So I'm going to talk this morning from hebrews 12 and to be honest i have to warn you a little bit this is not going to be a real structured message it's not going to be a free point message but i do have something on my heart from jesus i do feel like i've got a message of impartation for everyone that is watching this morning i'm carrying a fire on my heart and i'm going to start looking at hebrews 12 in the first couple of verses in a moment But I just want you not only to listen to get information this morning, but also to listen to receive and to re-engage with the presence of God as we're heading into the summer. My real conviction is that as we are heading into the summer, there is an invitation from Jesus to re-engage with him as our ultimate delight. Because here's the thing that is by my message this morning. Jesus is our ultimate delight. Delight. So we're going to read from Hebrews 12 and we're going to dive in. First one strip down every weight that slows you down and run your race with endurance, especially the sin that so easily trips you up. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, our champion. I've titled this message this morning, How to Keep Jesus. As your ultimate delight. You know, I'm sure that you'd agree with me that it is so easily to get distracted in our journey, our Christian journey, our journey in following Jesus and in keeping Jesus as our ultimate delight. You know, I've got many moments, big and small, where I've been distracted and have made other things my ultimate vision or my ultimate delight. And here in Hebrews, The writer to the Hebrews is saying, strip down every weight that slows you down, especially the sin that so easily trips you up, and run your race with endurance. And this is how we do it, by fixing our eyes on Jesus, who is our champion, who didn't only initiate our faith, but also perfects it. And that is what we're going to look at this morning. First of all, we are going to look at fixing our eyes on Jesus and keeping fixing our eyes on Jesus. And the second thing that we're gonna look at is getting rid of the weight that um, holds us back. So here we go. First of all, how to keep Jesus as our ultimate delight. I don't know about you, but I've, again, as I said before, I've had many moments in my life where I've been uh, distracted from keeping Jesus as my ultimate delight. I remember my baptism day. It was a fantastic Sunday. It was one of my highlights of my Christian life when I was still living in the Netherlands in my early twenties. I decided that I wanted to get baptized. I had met Jesus as my my Savior, my king, and I decided I want to follow Jesus and I remember the baptism day. I was like David you couldn't get more undignified than that. I was stood on the first row worshipping, and I was wearing all all white clothing and I had long hair and it must have been looking really awkward and embarrassing but I was worshiping my heart out. I was sharing my testimony from the stage and I had about 40 friends that were not Christians in the room in the auditorium that were all listening to my story and to the gospel. I loved that day. I just knew that Jesus was my ultimate delight. Within one week I decided to start a relationship with a non-Christian girl. Suddenly, I had looked at from Jesus as my ultimate delight and I turned a couple of degrees and I said, I've got a different vision for what is my ultimate delight. And obviously, it was a huge distraction. It is what the Hebrews was talking about in that moment. And my prayer is, whether it's a small distraction or a big distraction, as we are going into the summer, I feel that the invitation is from Jesus to invite us in, to make him the ultimate delight again, and to get rid of any distraction in our lives. My prayer is, as we're going into the summer, that we keep our eyes on Jesus, that we keep growing in our love for Jesus, that we won't waste this crisis, but use it to keep our eyes on Jesus, to keep pursuing after him, That we are allowing Jesus to still change us, to disciple us, to prune us. And that as King Zanz will be the most radical family, church family on this planet that knows that only Jesus satisfies. That only Jesus satisfies. I'm praying that at the root of all our conversations is a love for our King Jesus. I am convinced that a church and a people that prioritizes abiding in a season like this, in a crisis like this, they will be the leaders in the next season. They will be a voice for a nation in the next season. I am absolutely convinced that King arms has got a calling to be a voice into this nation, to be a voice of justice, to be a voice of what the kingdom of God looks like, to be a voice of fixing our eyes on Jesus, that's the only thing that satisfies. It's our ultimate delight. He is our ultimate delight. You know, when society gets tired, it is the church's time to shine most brightly. I get excited about the vision. I get excited, I've got a picture in my head of a king's arms that is genuinely a city on a hill genuinely the light to the world. We have an opportunity as a church to be a voice to this nation and to the nations of the world. And the writer to the Hebrews is saying, this is how you do it. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. I'm praying like Paul prayed for the Colossians. He said to the Colossians, I haven't stopped praying for you. And I pray that you grow in the knowledge of his will that he will give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. This will produce great fruit in your life. It is so easy to get distracted by by the things that are going on in the world. And I'm not saying don't engage with the world. I'm not advocating monasticism, but I am saying that as Christians, When we engage with the world, the foundation has to be that we've discovered something about Jesus, and that is this, that only he satisfies. He is our ultimate delight. I've been surprised by how many Christians, including myself, get so easily distracted from pursuing the pearl of great value, the hidden treasure in the field. It is so easy to lose our infatuation for the one who willingly gave his life so that we could have eternal life, eternal pleasure, eternal joy in him. And the invitation this summer is, are you coming? Just, do you, are you just looking forward to a barbecue with the friends, a beach holiday and sipping your glass of wine in the, bar, in, the, in, the, in the garden? Or are you looking forward to fixing your eyes on Jesus knowing that he can satisfy like no other thing can? Remember that day when you were willing to sell everything so that you could have Jesus as your reward, realizing that he was your ultimate delight. So many of us, when we gave our life to Jesus, it was easy to say, Yes, Jesus is the one. We realized that nothing else in life satisfies quite like Jesus. Maybe you've tried everything. Maybe you tried drugs. Maybe you tried relationships as your ultimate delight. Maybe you tried sex or maybe you tried career as your ultimate delight. And at some point in your life, you realized this is not a satisfaction enough. I need Jesus. I give my life to Jesus. My question is, is that still your vision? Is that still, still your passion? Is that still your ultimate delight? Or has something else slowly creeped in and made become king in your life? Has the aim of your life become about paying off your mortgage? Has it become your ultimate vision and delight to find a life partner? Has it become about getting a next promotion at work? Has it become, are you waiting to enjoy God and life until your retirement? Has your delight become to get pregnant or for your children to have a good education? Is your ultimate delight in life to have a good marriage or traveling all the countries in the world? Has it become about becoming an expert in your field or to buy a holiday home in Spain or Cornwall? Has it become about stopping your suffering or maybe to get your body in shape? Now, many of these things are not bad things. God has actually given an abundance in creation for us to enjoy each other and material things. We can enjoy them. Here's when the problem comes and here's when the problem starts. When we take good things and we make them ultimate things. When we get good things and we make them ultimate things, that's what the Bible calls idolatry. So many good things you can have in your life, but when you forget about the vision of Jesus as your ultimate delight and you make material things or relationships, your ultimate delight, it will not work. Here's the thing, music, sports, relationships, career can all be a good thing, as long as they're not ultimate things in your life. It will not satisfy like you think. It will not satisfy like we think. I've got a friend of mine who is weighing up at the moment if he should get rid of his vinyl collection. Jesus has started talking to him about what is your ultimate delight? Is it in your vinyl collection and expanding that? Or is it me as your Lord and Savior? Now, is there anything wrong with having a vinyl collection? Absolutely not. I know many people and many of my friends that have got a fantastic vinyl collection and it's not a problem for them at all. They're enjoying it because they haven't become ultimate things. But for my friend, it's been a tussle. What is my ultimate thing? Where is my desire? Where is my commitment? Who am I locking eyes with? So when good things become an ultimate thing... Then suddenly you get into the territory of being distracted and you're putting weight on your shoulder, like the writer of the Hebrews is saying. So, thankfully, the Bible does give us a solution on how to deal with this. Psalm 16, verse 11, says this You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand there are pleasures forever more. Those words should make you pay attention. The last two words in that sentence are these, pleasure forever. Now, now I'm suddenly paying attention and we all should be paying attention. As Christians, we believe that the words of the Bible have, are the words of God himself, himself. So suddenly we see these words, pleasure forever, and I'm paying attention. So the path of life is this, to find ultimate joy, ultimate delight, ultimate pleasure, and we find it at the right hand of God in His presence. Who is at the right hand of God? Jesus Christ. He is seated at the right hand of God. Psalm 63, verse 3 says this, The steadfast love of the Lord is better than life. This is what Tim Keller says. You might not realize it as a young person, but once you get older, you start realizing that the thing that thought would make you happy doesn't work. It doesn't work. Here's what St. Augustine says. Our hearts are restless until they find rest in thee. The same Augustine, a North African black theologian, Actually, when you Google Augustine, most of the pictures are white, but he actually was most likely a black theologian. And he says this, it was written about him like this. He said, it, he found his freedom from sexual lust in superior pleasures of God. And he writes this, how sweet all at once it was for me to be rid of those fruitless joys, which I had once feared to lose. You drove them from me, you who are true, the sovereign joy. You drove them from me and took their place, you who are sweeter than all pleasure. What is your ultimate delight? Who is your ultimate delight? An invitation this summer to fix our eyes on Jesus again. I have a desire, I have a prayer, I have a vision. For when we bring our kids back to school in September, most likely, that people look into our kids' eyes and look into our eyes and they can tell that there is something different about us. I love that moment in Acts 4 when it says about the apostles that they could tell that they had been with Jesus. I'm praying for a congregation. I'm praying for a church that people can tell that we have been with Jesus. You know, it's so interesting to me that so many of us as lockdown has started and we've gone online with even with church services have struggled with our worship and have struggled with engaging with worship. Now, I am, I'm like that too. I was struggling with worship too. And obviously it is fantastic with a couple of hundred other people to worship in an auditorium together. It's fantastic to do that. But I also realized something else. I am responsible for my own fire. I am responsible for my own fire. No one else is going to be held to account for me not being on fire for God, for me not fixing my eyes on Jesus. You know what? There is no worship leader, no great atmosphere, none of those things that are responsible for my fire. I have to cultivate my own worshiping heart. I have to cultivate my own fixing my eyes on Jesus. You know, there are so many resources out there that can help you with this. And on the chat, I will post some some resources like Bible apps and YouTube channels. And there's many ways to engage this summer so that you can fix your eyes on Jesus again. You know what? Jesus is inviting us. The pattern of Jesus' message, one of these patterns is this. He is saying to people again and again, come to me. John 7, come to me and drink. Matthew 19, let the children come to me. Matthew 11, come to me all you are weary and heavy laden. John 15, abide in me and you will bear much fruit. You know, sin, shame guilt, idolatry, they all wanna run away from God, but Jesus isn't running away from you. So maybe it's time to stop in your tracks again and make Him your ultimate delight again. And again, Hebrews 12, I just wanna read it out again, and then we're gonna finish. Strip down every weight that slows you down, slows you down and run your race with endurance. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, who is our champion. You know, every person has an itch inside of them that only eternity can scratch. Every person has something in their DNA that God has given that is an itch that only eternity can scratch. Nothing in life satisfies like Jesus. And if you don't know Jesus yet, and if you are watching in, somehow you ended up here at King's Arms, or you not, have not made him your ultimate delight yet, can I just testify? That's the best decision I've ever made, to say yes to the invitation from Jesus, to make him my ultimate delight. See, Jesus wants to be more than your weekly routine. He wants it all. The kingdom of heaven, the Christianity, is not just a book on the bookshelf. It is the bookshelf. Christianity is not just a great philosophy or a way of life or a strategy for our mental health. Jesus obliterated evil and said, come and follow me and you will receive eternal life. If you're watching this morning and you've made something else, your ultimate delight I want to invite you, I want to invite you to the invitation to keep our eyes on Jesus again. Jesus is inviting us this summer, let's come out of the summer saying Jesus you have been my delight, I know that you are my satisfaction, you are my reward, you are my king, you are my everything. Let's be a a a, a church, a king's arms that says you are my everything. If you are not a Christian yet, and you want to do that, there will be a button that will show up on the online church software right now that says, I want to say yes to Jesus. I'm praying that some of you will make a decision today to say yes to Jesus. Let's pray. Father, I just want to thank you so much for sending Jesus to us. Thank you that that's what love looks like. So I am saying, and I'm hoping so many of us together are saying to you jesus we want to be a church that says yes to you say yes to you as our ultimate delight as a reward as a satisfaction and we say right now we want to strip down every weight that is holding us back especially the sin that easily traps us up trips us up so we say to yes to you right now in the name of jesus i want to thank you for king's arms i want to thank you that your plans are not being sabotaged in this crisis. Your kingdom is still advancing. You're still good. You're still for us and not against us. And I'm praying we help us this summer, Holy Spirit, to fix our eyes on you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Thank you so much for watching everyone. Have a fantastic Sunday and we'll see you next week.
1: Youth team for the amazing work. <laughs> <So long.
0: laughs> <laughs> ah, Can we do that again?
3: Hello.